Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of the Eupopolis podcast. I'm Kristen Ogler, child life specialist, host of the podcast, and Eupopolis' national program manager. So, summer is upon us. We've hit June 21st, and people are probably starting to think about things like summer camp, um, because it's another great place to get that peer support. So as you know, on Eupopolis, that is one of our key goals is to connect youth with other youth with similar life experiences. So whether it's a medical diagnosis, being a sibling of a youth with a medical diagnosis or a medical condition, or being a youth 10 to 18 who is navigating grief as a result of the death of a loved one, we are always looking for ways to share and connect and add value to people who work with those youth. Ooh, or who are their families, or are the youth themselves, so that we can just add value and support them at these times in their life. And we do that through this podcast. We do it through the Eupopolis platform. We do it through our website, through the Creative For You content that you can find on there. And we do it through our blog, which you can also find on the platform. So today, I am excited because I have Jen Ross with me. Jen Ross works at Brigadoon Village, which is a passion project of a gentleman named Dave. And Dave had a dream of building a place that could connect youth and where they could go and be kids. And Dave himself was someone who had cancer several times, and he just knew the value of youth being able to connect with one another and to be at a place so magical where they could just be kids because, or youth, because they would be just like everybody else who was there at camp with them. I'm excited today because I have Jen Ross with me. She's the Director of Operations at Brigadoon Village in Nova Scotia. And Brigadoon is a summer camp program for youth who have various medical diagnoses and a few other camps as well that they offer. So I'm just going to let Jen do a brief intro for herself and to tell us a little bit about Brigadoon and the backstory. Hi, thanks, Krista, for having me. So uh, Brigadoon is located on Aylesford Lake in the Annapolis Valley in Nova Scotia. And as Krista said, we run summer camps. So we are going into our 10th summer in person, our 11th summer of operations of running camps for children and youth across Atlantic Canada with um, health challenges and other life challenges. Jen, I love your guys' slogan, giving extraordinary kids a chance to be ordinary, the whole philosophy of camp. So we have always been using that tagline since when we first started Brigadoon and it was first an idea. And it's all about just giving children and youth an opportunity to come to camp, come to summer camp in a safe environment and not having to you know, worry about the stresses in life at home or about their condition and just giving them an opportunity to experience camp, uh, meet other campers that are just like themselves and really giving them an opportunity to shine. Jen and I, we've collaborated on yeah. camp before as I've co-founded Camp Kadoopsie and having youth be able to go somewhere where every other youth there experienced the death of a loved one or to be able to connect with someone who also had their mom pass away is so valuable. And just that, you know, hanging out, just being a regular teen, doing all that fun teen stuff 
but then having the chance to have those informal conversations. I know we have some structured stuff when I would come to Kadoopsie, we'd have some planned grief sessions, which was very different from most of your camps, I believe. Also, all that unstructured time, so much valuable stuff happens there and they just build those relationships and stay connected. What was the first camp that you guys ran? First camp was Guts and Glory. So it was for campers with Crohn's and colitis and we had 38 campers and it was the first uh, program of its kind that we ran. And so it's, it's outstanding because it happened the first day. There was campers who hadn't met other campers who had some going through the same thing and just in check-in them going to the cabin and realizing they were taking the same medications. And those campers are now best friends and just graduated our, our program after attending for 10 years. So it's, um, it's, yeah, it's outstanding what we do. I love, I love seeing just the relationships build and seeing the campers come back like year after year or to come back as like in the leadership role. One thing that I was thinking about, just as a child life specialist, one of the things that I'm always doing, especially on the front line when working in the hospital, and even on this podcast, we're always trying to find ways to share with youth and their families on how to prepare for things. And on Upopolis, we're giving the youth coping techniques, and we're always talking about things in our blog and helping them to also get out the message on how to prepare for things. So I was just wondering if you had some tips for parents around summer camp, because we've had, you probably have tips pre-COVID, but then tips now that we've been in this pandemic status, three to five tips of what you would suggest for parents when preparing their youth, or even just talking about the idea of going to summer camp. Yeah, I think it's really um, different depending on where they are at, and if they've been away from home before, or to a camp before, and obviously as you mentioned, pre-COVID and, and post-COVID. And so definitely always we talk about when we talk to parents is being excited for your campers to go to camp. And, you know, as a parent, you might be really nervous about your child going to camp, uh, but it's so important that, you know, you don't put your nerves onto your onto your campers and being um, really excited about the program and preparing them for what to, to expect. So, we send out handbooks and most programs would send out handbooks uh, before the campers arrive with like outline of schedules and food and all of that type of thing. And so I think that's a really important part is sharing that information with your campers so they know what to expect um, before they come to camp. Uh, also, I think that like with COVID this year, it's we're really excited that we are going to be able to run an in-person program for part of our camp. But, you know, camp's going to look a little bit different. But it's also not going to look drastically different than, um, you know, campers have been participating in school. They've been participating in recreation activities for last year uh, within the restrictions and guidelines. So I think, again, it's important for families and campers to understand, you know, things might look a little bit different, but it's still going to be really fun. And you know, the, the adaptions that we're going to have to make isn't anything very different or, or than what they might have to expect when they participate in a different program within their own communities or going to school. So um, again, that it's going to be a safe place and um, that there might be some changes, but it's all, it's going to be about fun and connecting, which is the most important thing that we feel for this year. I think that is key. Like one, make it familiar and it is familiar. Like you said, they've been living with these restrictions now for 16 months and they're used to the ebb and flow of things changing, which is good. I also think when it comes to youth with critical illness, chronic illness, they've given us some feedback over this whole pandemic period where they said it actually has kind of leveled the playing field a little bit from kids who don't have a medical diagnosis and aren't going through like treatments and that type of thing, because 
everybody has switched to online or everybody's been taking out of school give to give them that familiar and also like you said parents not protecting their um, their nerves or their feelings I so often see like in procedures parents want to automatically they're not sure what to talk about or they'll default to their own experience of when they were younger uh, which isn't always necessarily the most positive experience so I'll often give parents the tip of talk to your child about what you're going to do at camp, but also like what you're going to do when you get home and how you're going to maybe go to lunch to chat about camp, just preparing for what you're going to do when you reconnect after camp, like have this lunch with your parents on the way home to talk about what camp was like is a nice way to focus. Summer of 2020, it was really amazing that you were able to like pivot so quickly and I know I've talked to the lot, a lot of the youth on Upopolis who happened to also go to Brigadoon and they participated in the virtual camp. So what did that kind of look like last year? Yeah, we are extremely happy and pleased and proud of what the program we were able to pull off last year for our virtual program. And so how it was set up was we had a couple of weeks that each um, was camps was camp weeks and the campers were put into cabin groups with a couple of counselors and we had all camp activities, but then they also broke out and did um, breakout rooms on Zoom and had sessions and very similar to activities or conversations that we might do at camp within your cabin group. And then in August, we ended up running uh, some programming that was specific. So what we call at Brigadoon, we call them pursuit week or pursuit activities. And so those activities you do every day. Um, So it might be cooking or it might have been um, art. And we brought those pursuit activities to our virtual programming. So campers came in a group. They participated in one program area focusing on skill development and did a different activity for about an hour every day. And then we also dropped in some evening programming and campfires. And one of the big hits was our Briga boxes that we also sent out. And so all the campers... Uh, got a t-shirt and they got a box in the mail with um, program activities, um, supplies and different things like that as well. So it was, um, it was a fun summer to connect with everybody that way. It's almost perfect as it aligned with the whole trend of people getting these um, merch boxes in the mail. Um, Yeah. It's because it's an exciting thing to do. And I know during the pandemic for my teenagers, they looked forward to mail like it was yeah. the exciting highlight was if something was going to get delivered. So to get a Brigham box in the mail. And I know um, the, some of the youth were telling me like they tie dyed t-shirts with you guys online and different things yeah. like that. So true camp activities brought oh, yeah. home, which is nice. For yeah. sure. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So now it's summer 21. Yeah, we've been in this pandemic for 16 months and you guys have to pivot again because things have changed in the status. What is that going to look like for you guys? Yeah, so um, right up until April, we were fully planning for in-person camp in Nova Scotia. Uh, but obviously, we had another wave here. And so things have kind of gone up and down. And so this year, we are planning a combination of virtual programming and a reduced in-person program. So we're we're feeling lucky that we could do kind of best of both worlds. And so we'll be front-ending our summer with two weeks of virtual programming. And then in August, there will be drop-in programming that will be happening and some different things throughout August. Uh, And then starting on July 25th, we're going to run six weeks of in-person camp program. That's so exciting. I'm glad we got to a place where you guys are able to do that. When it comes to virtual, one of the things we were discussing before we hit record is want to encourage youth 
we know they've been doing school online, but they've had a break from that now because school's ending, but just really to stay connected and to get involved. And there's so many programs that are offering virtual stuff for them and support. What do you want to say about that? Yeah, I think it's just important for people to, you know, to sign up and, and try it out if they, you know, it's going to be a little bit different than school for sure. And uh, it's all about fun and connection and connecting with your peers uh, for our program. But I know a lot of the programs across the country are, are looking at that. And um, so, you know, maybe you're not able to come to an in-person a program this year for various reasons and everyone respects what those reasons are and but you know give give virtual a chance we know it's not for everybody but I think it's just so important and there's going to be a lot of fun things and create some memories for the summer when you might not be able to to do everything that you had planned to do yeah and like you said that whole maybe for various reasons you're not ready or maybe in your province you can't get to a summer camp because it can't happen because of the status of that province but just to be able to come online and to get that peer support to be able to turn on your camera I can't say how much I encourage you to like turn on their camera and get actively involved and build relationships it's really hard to build a relationship when you don't turn your camera on um, and people can't get to know you because you know we're hiding behind masks all the time now but just to be able to see people's facial expressions and to get to get to know each other try it out sign in to different virtual programs and don't just you know, sometimes when you meet somebody the first time, you don't build a relationship right away. You have to give it a second chance. So maybe try a couple sessions before you decide if it's for you or not and turn on your camera, like I said, so that you can build those build those relationships and get to know one another. And it feels much more like a community when you can actually see and hear people, not just hear them. Really um, ask around, ask on the different people who you're involved with, your teachers, your healthcare professionals, do a little Google search, see what's available for you online for whatever you identify your need to be. So if you're a youth looking for um, support because you have a medical diagnosis, then you know search that up and see what's available or ask people who would know the answer so that so that you can get connected because you don't want to be isolated for the summer. I know in Nova Scotia, I was glad to see that the kids used to got to go back to school for a little bit because I thought that just reconnected them enough so that they'll stay connected all summer. Whereas if they would have, you know, stayed at home still, they would have been in that isolation mode and maybe um, wouldn't have made as much of an effort to reconnect because they would be happy in their little routine, maybe not even happy in the routine, but they would just be in the routine or the rut of just hanging at home, hanging out by themselves. So it's nice that they can take advantage of if you don't feel comfortable going somewhere, just connecting online. I think like going back to your point with like putting your camera on, I know with our programs, we're going to be doing, they'll be broken into small groups. So you will be six, approximately six campers of two uh, staff member counselors and who have been involved with our programs for quite a few years. So if that's kind of what you're interested in, you like that small group uh, and feel comfortable with that, then that's great. But then also there's going to be some drop-in programs or bigger programs. So, you know, if, you don't feel as comfortable with that small connection and conversations. There's a, there's different options. And that's one of the things that we have realized in delivering programs that it's virtual doesn't fit everybody's needs by offering us some different options than that works better for everybody. Exactly. We are looking at the research on, not the research on Eupopolis, but just as Eupopolis team looking at the research. And we often say, you know, how many users we have signed up for the platform and there's several hundred, but how many are like actively posting all the time is a lot less. When you look at the research, it says 
you know, 95% of people are like creepers, which is kind of a weird term, but they're just on there watching, benefiting from what's being posted, you know, absorbing it all, but not necessarily actively contributing, but they're still getting so much out of it. So we always are reminding people, especially when we have supporters and that type of thing, that the passive users who are on the platform are, you know, equally benefiting from the platform as those those active past um, users who are really engaged and posting and sharing and getting involved in the leadership role. It depends on what their comfort level is for turning on their camera and that type of thing. But it is nice that they have that option when there's bigger groups and smaller groups to meet their needs. So I'm so excited that you guys figured out how to pivot and to deliver this. And, and I just wanted to you know, have you on here and give people the chance to hear um, the excitement of you guys and and that camp gets to happen so that they reach out and connect to the camps in their area to see how they're moving forward because just because restrictions are on doesn't mean that things aren't happening. They are probably happening just in a different format. I know there's lots of grief groups that um, can't run in person or big group programs right now, but they're running like smaller groups and then they're like connecting their groups on our new Eupopolis Island, which is nice because it gives them a way to pivot to be able to connect online and not have to come up with a whole new platform. Oh, I was going to say that there's prob- there's um, programs that have sh- shifted to more just family retreat programs as well. So the family unit can go away together uh, if they weren't able to do an all-person camp uh, program. So there's there are a lot of different things happening. Some programs have moved to day camp models. There's virtual programs that are for families, for um, the siblings. There, I know this through our network of camps across Canada, there is a lot of different options happening. Um, out there. So it's just so good to get involved. Yeah. I love that shift family camp because you have a cabin room that you could have a family bubble yeah. in where you couldn't maybe necessarily put eight campers giving a spin. I know that you said Kadoopsie was going to kind of pivot this year and it's always been just for youth. And then this year um, it's going to be more of a family camp, which, which is different, but equally as exciting and something that we've always talked about. So um, that good things have come from this pandemic. Yeah. Even though we've had to pivot and it's not our typical and our norm, it doesn't mean that some good experiences or really good growth haven't come from it. So, yeah, no, definitely. And I think some of our feedback from our our parents uh, is through virtual or through family programs is they they're getting a little inside scoop of what what happens at camp because the campers don't always share that when they go home and so they really enjoyed to see um how important the camp experience is for their their children so yeah it's like school it's like a little secret society yeah <laughs> I always laugh at parents when their children go off to grade primary and then they're excited when they come home and they expect them to share and the kids just say they've had a good day yeah and I have one of those at home <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'm really excited. I know I just appreciate that there's so much peer support um, stuff available for youth. So thanks for coming on and joining me and sharing about camp and sharing some of your tips and just encouraging youth to to get involved and to find out what's out there for this summer of 2021. And even though it looks different, um, you still have options. So be sure to let's encourage them to be sure to take advantage of that. Yeah, for sure. You're going to have a fun summer this summer. So yeah, so important. Thanks, Jen.